radioinfluence.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. Oh, that was perfect. That was perfect. We keep all bloopers in. Um, today, I am joined by Ian Beckles, who has been a guest before, and we're going to talk about the process of how one would get their medical marijuana card. I've This has just been a topic lately, so I thought, why not do a podcast so we can answer all of the questions that I have been getting. So first of all, Ian, how are you? I'm very well. How about yourself? Aside from spilling on yourself. Yeah, it's all good. I'm yeah, good. it's all good. That's, that's good luck, actually. Mm-hmm. All right. So tell me a little bit about just... The, okay, what are some of the reasons, first of all, let's say, this is my question. I have people who will message me and say, hey, I've never smoked before. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Why is everyone getting a card? How do you get it? What kind of doctor do you have to go to? So mm-hmm. let's just start from the beginning and kind of give give people an idea. Well, I mean, if you've never smoked marijuana before and you're curious, um, I, I, I don't know anybody who the first time they smoked is after they get their card. I never heard that before. Usually people indulge before. To do it <laughs> legally, you're supposed to get your card. Uh, I think most people that get their card already know that they want to smoke. Um, it's the easiest process I've ever seen. You went through it the other day. It's, I it's, Yes, I wanted to see the whole process yeah. from start to finish, and it was just, not what I expected. No, it's and everybody will say, the biggest question is, well, am, am I eligible? Um, I say this, do you have aches and pains? Do you have anxiety? I don't know anybody in this planet doesn't have aches and pains or anxiety, anyone close to my age. So you're eligible. They're not there to turn people down. Listen, doctors in general will give you the hell out some pills, right? So this is something that's actually a lot better than pills. So not too many people get denied. And just about anybody, anybody's eligible. You roll up in here, you talk to the doctor. I think the process is no more than 15, 20 minutes and you roll out of here with the medical marijuana card. Perfect. So now we're going we're gonna to use me as an example because everybody, well, I'm often referred to as the most non-stoner stoner. Okay. If that makes sense. I've had a lot of people say that. You know, as, as much as many, many people do, that that's never been my thing in life. Oh. I grew up in California. I was around it all the time, and I never tried it. I, well, there was one time when I was probably 22, was that, you know, imagine a bunch of Catholic school kids together. Mm-hmm. We're at a house party, and somehow they convinced me to try it, and it was a, a gravity bong hit with okay, a nice. Gatorade bottle. Nice. Scared the crap out of me. Good. Never, I, I was like, I'm never, I'm never going near that stuff again. So I stayed away from it. And for me, you know, I have to say my neighborhood, all the kids were doing it. It was just around. Mm-hmm. And I always had, I don't know if it was that Catholic guilt or the fear of my dad. He was always like, don't ever do this. Don't do that. So I never did. Mm-hmm. And even moving to Tampa, it's everywhere, especially working for so many years. I was in the restaurant industry. And so lately I've just been noticing a lot of people saying how, well, you know, I, I have this injury. And so now I went and got my card and I feel better. And mm-hmm. a lot of people have been switching alcohol for, for this instead. Right. And so that's kind of where I wanted to start with, because like, let's say if I were to go up to my dad and say, dad, I got my medical marijuana card, mm-hmm. he would probably be like, so against it. Well, I mean, so- <laughs> This is me, okay? If your father's against it, that's fine, yeah. okay? Uh, that's, I can't change your father's mind. But if I sit, if I sat down with a straight, and I sat down with your father saying, let's just be reasonable and have a discussion. Mm-hmm. At the end of the discussion, he, would, he has to agree with me. So if you have aches and pains, okay? What are your alternatives, right? There's alcohol, pills, or <laughs> natural stuff. Right. Alcohol's not natural, pills are not natural. 
Okay, they're not natural. Cannabis is natural. It comes from the earth. Okay, everybody. That so, if what's better for you, this is not a debate thing anymore. I mean, cannabis is better than alcohol. Cannabis is a thousand times better than pills. Uh, the other day, I said something. I made a comment about um, cannabis not killing anybody. He said, "Yes, it has." Somebody was draw. Okay, directly. <laughs> all right, you, you could take too many aspirin and die. All right. If you take things the way you're supposed to, cannabis has never killed anybody. The, the decisions that you make are substantially better with cannabis than they are with alcohol. Substantially better. You wake up feeling better. So if you're still against cannabis, what's the alternative? I want to hear what the alternative is because I promise you cannabis is substantially better than the alternative. Okay. No, understood. Understood. Mm -hmm. So I've been dealing with a bad back for many, many years. I heard it back in, in like 2000, 2001. Mm -hmm. So that I mean, that was like over 20 years ago. Never did anything about it. It's, it's something that has been bothering me. I, I have trouble sleeping. Well, when I had my car accident back in September, mm -hmm. that was one of the different types of pain I've ever felt. And not only was it my back that got kind of re-agitated, it was mm -hmm. my shoulder. Sure. So now I can barely lift my left arm. It's just, it's, it's, it's very hard. It's challenging to work out. And mm -hmm. when I first had my accident, and as I say, go see somebody and get checked over, the first thing they wanted to do was give me um, pills. pills. Exactly. That's how they make money, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And um, well, I chose, not only did I not want any pills, but I didn't even pursue any of that because it's one of those things. They're just trying to get money and it's cool. like, you can't you know, run in public and do races. You can't promote working out. So I said, you know what, I'm good. I'm just gonna deal with the pain. Mm -hmm. So the reason I wanted to um, inquire about the process of getting a card is I thought, well, maybe this is something I should explore because sure. when I go to sleep at night, I wake up at least seven to eight times just excruciating pain. And sometimes when I wake up in the morning and I don't know if it's my age because I'm getting older, but I'll find myself, it takes me a good 30 minutes just to feel right because of the pain that I'm experiencing. Now, I have not taken advantage of having a card just yet, even okay. though I went through the process. I've been really busy. So that's kind of what I'm thinking is, smoking is definitely not for many people. It sure as hell okay. is not for me. Okay. I just don't like it. It's just the whole, it just, it just doesn't mm -hmm. excite me. So aside from edibles, yep. they also have different types of things you can there's select so from, like tinctures ways. and things yeah, like that. Yeah, there's tinctures, there's things you can put on your tongue, there's RSO, um, there's, there's the gummies as well and listen this is the long and short of it everybody if you take a gummy and it f's you up take half a gummy right okay we, we, that's the way everything that's prescribed like you can take anything prescribed and you'll be fine At, in america we seem to always take four or five times what you're supposed to because we're all trying to get high okay for <laughs> myself i mean i, I think i got I, at least as many aches and pains as you do. I, I've had quite a few surgeries. I think you have a little more. I've been banged <laughs> up a little bit. I pop out of bed because I mean I, I got a hell of cannabis coming through my system. I, I I'm drinking uh, kratom. I'm drinking kava. I feel good. I, I sleep great. I sleep about seven hours every night. I wake up maybe once. Uh, when I was drinking, I would get up three, four, five times, dehydrated, and now without the alcohol and 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 the, the cannabis instead. And you were talking about growing up being scared. I was I was petrified yes. because I was playing in the league, or my mother would have kicked the shit out of me. So I I didn't smoke till I was thirty five years old, and it wasn't because I didn't think I would enjoy it. I just like I don't do cocaine because I probably would enjoy it. So I don't do cocaine. All right. <laughs> so. 
I, I did, uh, I took marijuana the first time knowing I wasn't gonna, I was gonna enjoy it. And it's been, become a part of my life ever since. And I'll be honest with you, it's improved my life. And I know a lot of cannabis smokers. I don't know any of them want to stop. I know a lot of drinkers. They all want to stop. Every single one. They all know they're better when they don't drink. And if you drink, that's fine. I'm not talking down to you because I drank for 40-something years. I drank you well, You are an too. expert, right? <laughs> I drank well, all right? Now, I don't drink at all. Now it's about cannabis. I put cannabis oil on my food. I can, I make butters. We can do the tinctures. Joe Redner's been doing this for years. Joe Redner was on his deathbed 20 years ago. And ever since, it's just cannabis. And that's got him out of it. Ask him. That's the only thing that got him out of this. So to me, it saved a lot of lives. And it's it's just the right direction to go. And it's And it's legal. The only thing anybody ever had was it was illegal. And now it's legal. So they could all, you know what? Well, the, one of the first times I ever experienced being around a lot of people in public where marijuana is legal was in Seattle. Okay. About 10 years ago, I was out there. And I have to say, first of all, I think Seattle is one of the friendliest cities I've ever been to. I don't know if you've had spent much time. I've a little bit. But I've, I've, you know, I have family in the area, so I've been going for quite some time. But that's the one thing I always notice is when you go to Seattle, it's just a different vibe. Sure. People are just... They're nice. I, I don't know. It's it's very hard to explain. But then when I was there, I was really captivated. I'm like, look at all these people. And yep. it was so new to me. Yep. And I didn't know, like, what are they doing? Are they smoking mm -hmm. weed? Mm -hmm. And I think, I don't know what was the first state to make it legal. I haven't gone into that I much it was, detail. Was California? Probably. Uh, it was somebody out west. But yeah. this is the thing with, with cannabis, okay? You were there in Seattle. Everybody was smoking. Even the people against it. This is one thing they can't say. People smoking cannabis are acting up. They're not acting up. You go to a festival, everybody's smoking cannabis. You don't even need security guards. Everyone's happy. <laughs> everybody's chilling, they're dancing, and they're just, you know, everybody's taking their mushrooms and drinking, and they're smoking their cannabis. You take the alcohol out of the equation, there's no violence anymore. So keep on drinking, I guess. <laughs> right. right. Well, you say, I, just back on your comment, where there's so many people that know they need to stop, but they mm -hmm. don't. So what do you think the reason is? I mean, we're going to get a little off topic here, but yeah. it's something that I wonder because... When I decided to leave that out of my life, I've mm -hmm. had so many people come to me in private and say, I have a problem, I don't know mm -hmm. what to do. Correct. How like how did you do it? Because I don't have that kind of willpower. What, well, you do because you stopped. No, people are saying okay, that, well, they don't. Well, I they mean, answered I their do. own question. You know. They answered their own question. Right. They don't have the willpower. Anybody has a willpower to do anything you want. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's real, all right? And my whole life I felt I've tried to do things that were tough. Therefore, so when tough things come up, I don't get overwhelmed, okay? So my whole life, even when I was a drinker, I would just say I'm gonna stop for a month or I'm gonna stop for two months or three months mm -hmm. to challenge myself, kind of like a, a chin, like chin check myself. Right. A lot of people are out there, they know it's better for them. They, I still get this one. Well, I drink because I, I need to sleep. <laughs> I don't, I've never understood really well, that. It's, it's because a false statement. It's, it's a false it's statement. It's gonna give you a, you know, a horrible sleep. <laughs> it's, it's dehydrates you. And mm. you, you get a worse sleep when you drink alcohol. Now, mm. if you've been drinking alcohol for 40 years and you stop drinking alcohol, you won't sleep for about a week. But when you come out, you know, on the other end, you'll be sleeping like a baby. And I'm, I went through it. Your, your, your body goes through, you know, a metamorphosis and they come out on the other end and you're better off. So I, I would say challenge yourself. You know, I, I was drinking every night for a while, okay? And then I just said to myself, this is not cool. It's, it's just, you're just not gonna keep on drinking every night until you, and you think you're gonna last very long, okay? Now, if you're a casual drinker, I don't see a problem with that. 
but there's a lot of people out there that are drowning their sorrows and maybe maybe that's what I was doing and I just I'm, I'm better than that now yeah exactly I think like for me you don't realize it and then all of a sudden you're so into it you're like you know it's it's hard to know when you're in that moment Correct. until you get out of it Correct. then you can realize exactly how it was now I wanted to ask you just about working out because I know we've had this conversation before about how because I know a lot of people that smoke um, while they work like before they work out okay so I wanted to ask you about that because I can't even imagine doing well, that <laughs> well, you're, not, you're not a smoker no uh, if there's smoking smokers laughing right now because I've been smoking for a while. I remember my buddy way back in the day said, you ever get high and lift? And I laughed, like, well, what's stupid? And then I did it. And then I never lifted, not high since. It just, <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest with you, it's when you when you smoke marijuana, um, you be, your senses are just more acute and you feel every muscle. And I'm just I'm just telling you, you get a, but you get a better workout. Uh, you ever watch Pumping Iron? No. <laughs> uh, well, I don't think there's a bodybuilder uh, on, on the planet that doesn't smoke marijuana. I'll tell you what they don't do is they don't drink alcohol. So they smoke marijuana. Pumping Iron from way back in the day had Arnold Schwarzenegger in the back of the thing smoking a joint. And that was in the 70s. Okay, so. I remember that. Yeah, marijuana has been around a long time and it's been your friend for a long time. And we don't have to hide it anymore. We used to have to hide it. We don't have to hide it anymore because there's not brown and black people getting arrested anymore for nothing thank to god thank god and uh we're just we're in a better place than we were take advantage mm -hmm. yep so i you know came to you and i had questions about getting a card i mm -hmm. thought let me let me go through the process because i was really curious like yep. i i told you i have so many people ask me questions if someone sees me do a post from here yep. they always say what is that reggae building okay like what what <laughs> yeah. is that mitra you're drinking yeah. like what is it and everyone's very curious mm -hmm. and because you do have the sign about the cannabis doc i've i've had so many people ask me i'm like you know what mm -hmm. i'm gonna find out everything so now i have an I answer it. so it. basically it's um every friday every here friday, at yes. 4817 southwest shore in south tampa yep Okay. Cannabis Doc is here, actually, in this room right here. Is right. You come in here, you go through the paperwork, you went through it, and you go see the doc right across the way. Uh, like you said, 10, 15-minute wait, maybe. We have a smoke shop here in Dignitary, so you can uh, pass the time away. But it's, it's a quick process. Uh, you see the doc real quick. Uh, you get your card the same day. I believe you get an email and you're ready to go get. Go get uh, you can go to the dispensary, and uh, and then after that, I guess your card comes in and you have to renew it every six months or so. And you can do it right here in our building. So, forty eight seventeen Southwest Shore Boulevard, right in the corner of uh, West Shore and Gandy. You can't miss us. And do you need an appointment, or can you just come in and sign up on the sheet? Yeah, give him a call. Uh, the number here is. Uh, uh, is that the top number right there? You need glasses. 813-501-4777. And uh, it's just Fridays that they have the uh, the appointments here. So you give them a call. You'll be at a nice lineup here on Friday uh, of like-minded people. And I'll get them take care of. And they all walk in here curious. And they all leave here smiling. So life is good. Right. Yeah. So when I came in, um, it was very easy. Just fill out some paperwork. And you do have to. It, it, that's probably the longest part of it. Because you really have to give your full medical history. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's all kinds of questions on there. So definitely be prepared for that. And then once you actually see the doctor, she reviews your information and then she'll ask you questions. You know, what is the reason? Like, what pains do you have? And takes a lot of notes. And then she makes the determination if you would be eligible or not. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a pretty quick process. But the paperwork, yeah. I think, is what takes the most it's amount of time. It's a very serious process. But it's also, it's, it's, it's easy going. And people out here aren't, aren't too sniff, stiff. Matt does a great job of uh, you know, getting people through and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's easy. 
You know, some people get stressed out in, uh, you know, doctor settings. Mm-hmm. This is not a normal not. doctor setting here. It's pretty chill. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, who, what doctors have Jimi Hendrix on the wall? Right? Not many. Well, I'm sure some of them do. Not many. My dentist office is pretty cool. In fact, you you are hanging up in my dentist office. Uh, Dr. Dalton. Dalton. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Big up to Dr. Dalton. Yeah, yeah. I remember sitting in the chair. I'm like, yeah. I know that dude. Yeah. Me and Vincent Jackson. <laughs> yes, you and Vincent Jackson. Yeah. That's right. In the mm-hmm. same picture. She's a great dentist, by she, the way. Like, South I, Tampa, I, Dr. I Dalton. I like her. She's good people. Yeah, they're very good people. I love the pink in there, too. That's right. It's a, all about yeah. Barbies. She is. She is. Okay. Well, now, another question I have for you mm-hmm. is... Once someone gets their card, like me, for example, I know nothing about any of this stuff. So mm-hmm. once you go to a dispensary, they will definitely be able to walk you through the process and answer any questions, like Cureleaf, for yes, example. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Cureleaf is my people, and you go there, and you just, if you just go there naive and ask questions, they'll, they'll, they'll point you in the right direction. Just say, listen, this is my first time. I don't know much about marijuana. Any dispensary you go to, they have to have some kind of knowledgeable people there. Just say, this is what I wanted for. Please give me my options. Um, like there, there's chocolates, there's gummies, there's stuff you can put under your tongue. Uh, there's so many different ways that you could ingest uh, cannabis now that you, you'll find a way that won't trip you out. You know what I mean? So uh, just I say there's a lot of people that smoke dirt weed when they're 15 years old and they're 15 now and they're like, oh no, I smoke weed and it turned. Weed is not what it used to be. Um, it's still not for everybody, okay? It's not for everybody. But I would say if you haven't smoked weed in the last 10 years, it's, it's just not the same thing. It's way more specific than it used to be. It used to be just a bag of weed. Now it's indica, sativa, blah, blah. There's all kind of different percentages, and there's a lot of things. So there's probably something something for you as well. But also, you would have to be crazy to take anything from someone you don't know. I mean, I would. Correct. The only way I would ever take anything is if it was given to me by a doctor. That's just me and sure. how I think and things like that. Well, I I, don't, I wouldn't go that far, <laughs> um, but I would say this: in this day and age, where people are dying and falling over with fentanyl you're better off at a dispensary. You know for a fact what's going to be in it, and when you're buying on the streets, you're hoping you know what's in it. So you're definitely safe from the dispensary. Yeah, you know, speaking of that, it's um, it's actually just, I was thinking about that the other day. There have been so many people that I don't necessarily know, but I know friends of friends, but just in, in South Tampa alone, it seems like the last six months, there's been at least six or seven people that just young, just passed away unexpectedly. It happens. It's and happening too much, unfortunately. Yeah, don't be that one. Once they find out, that's what they, what it is. Absolutely, so, yeah, don't mess with that stuff. Very, very scary. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, another question I want to ask you, just speaking of medical marijuana, what was, I mean, if, if memory serves me correct, I think it was originally um, prescribed to cancer patients? Uh, at the beginning? Yeah, that's always... Not, I don't know if I knew the, the origin of it way back when. Um, but listen, it's, it's a plant. <laughs> it's a plant. So the the origin was somebody figured out they could smoke it and there was the effects of it. That's that's the origin of it. It's not like it's something that had to be created. It's right there. And then somebody didn't like it. They dirtied it up. They make it. They made it a black community thing. And here we are. I mean, how many years later? Not we now that we understand more about cannabis and all those people were in jail for nothing throughout the years. They're still putting people in jail. Just think about this. 20 years ago, they were going to a mother's house and snatch her baby up because she had cannabis. Think about that. Like, you, that same mother could be shit-faced drunk that night holding her baby. But if you walked in a room and they had cannabis on that right there, they would take their baby away. 
And now the same people that were taking those babies away are making billions of dollars off of cannabis. Seems backwards to me. I mean, everywhere you look, especially here in South Tampa, it seems like there's another dispensary opening up. Every, I mean, I can name at least six in everywhere. like a two-mile radius Absolutely. around here. Absolutely. But, you know, you say that, and in the meantime, how many liquor stores? I don't see as many anymore. I, well, I'm not exactly looking for them, but... Well, I'm not either. But, I mean, how many publics? They all have liquor stores, right? There's mm-hmm. liquor stores everywhere. And, oh, every gas station liquor store, too, by the way. So, there's still not enough cannabis stores and there's well, too many liquor stores i have to share something because i just with my whole like journey and everything mm-hmm. one thing i love to do is when i'm on instagram i like to go through and i try to find people who i can relate to mm-hmm. and there are a, like a number of women out there that are speaking up against the alcohol industry and how they're promoting it for mothers like and i notice it because i do grocery deliveries on mm-hmm. the side every now and then i have a liquor store delivery and i can't believe how many products are like mommy seltzer mommy this you know and it's it's crazy it's disgusting it actually it's, it's, isn't it's, it's you know disgusting. i never thought about it because back in the day i remember working with someone who had a wine um mm-hmm. they were based in california called mommy juice and i thought it was so cute mm-hmm. and now that i look back and i think that's an excuse a lot of women give to drink it's correct. because of my kids i need a correct. break for my kids but yes. that should be the reason you don't correct drink and it's just it's sad that they're glamorizing it like that well the, the funny part is or the sad part is as somebody who had been a drinker nothing is more enjoyable drunk nothing <laughs> it, it really isn't like I, I look back and i went to concerts drunk that's the dumbest thing in the world i didn't remember the concert it doesn't make sense now <laughs> High enhances the whole damn thing. And if you've not been high before, um, you don't understand what I'm saying, but be at a concert high. You'll remember every last note. You'll be hearing notes you never heard before. So it's, it's, it's a different world. I didn't really love art, and I don't think I was all that creative until I smoked cannabis. And all of a sudden, now all of a sudden I want to travel. I look at art a different way. I see things different way. So like I said, it's not for everybody, but it's, it's showing up for me. And food as well. I mean, there's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, bit. look at all the people mm. out there that are creating yeah. dishes with that. I mean, all over Tampa will have cannabis dinners. All the time. And you have and to understand these people, the people that are creating your food, they're smoking cannabis too. Any painting you've ever <laughs> liked was drawn by somebody with cannabis. Every piece of music you've ever liked was made by somebody on cannabis. Name me one that wasn't. What about the guy, what was it, the painter guy that everyone always... Oh, the Ross guy? Yeah, Bob oh, Ross. For sure he was on for sure he was high. You don't think he was high? I do. 100%. Mr. Rogers, I think, was too. No, Mr. Rogers was a weed head. I, a, good a-, fr- a good friend of mine used to smoke with Mr. Rogers. Did he look like he wasn't high? He was so happy. That's how he could go to he the land of so make-believe happy. all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now, now it's all starting to make sense. I got Sesame Street too now. I'm starting to wonder. I need to go back and like revisit yeah, all of yeah. this. Oscar the Grouch, he needed some weed. Yeah. He needed some. He was a grouch. He didn't mm. have it anyway. Snuffleupagus was smoking it all. You saw his eyes. <laughs> now I'm going to look at everybody yeah, differently are. now. Mm-hmm. All of these things. Peppa the pig too. Whoever created that. Yeah, that's all. You ever notice they look like hair dryers? Their heads. It I just have looks like that, yes. it, it does. Mm-hmm. Anyway, get high and I, watch Teletubbies. That's fun too. Oh no, I'm good. Okay, I'll watch some Sanford and Son episodes. That's, there you go. You don't more, need me for that. That's more my speed. Anyway, all right. Well, well, thank you so much, Ian. I, you know, just again, I wanted to kind of share this because so many people have questions, and I can't answer a lot of them, but you can answer some. I they can. can 
Go to Cannabis Doc and ask Cannabis them Doc, 813-501-4777-4817 Southwest Shore Boulevard. And tell us real quick a little bit about Dignitary and what you can find here. Oh boy, Dignitary uh, is a, a, a kava house. It is a smoke shop. We have the best creative in town. Uh, we have a private consumption lounge. We have an outdoor consumption lounge. Uh, we have the Cannabis Dock here. And uh, like it's just, uh, it's a party. You need somewhere, a venue, a facility, uh, just sober living. So if you're into sober living, come hang out with us and uh, you'll feel right at home. And it's pet friendly. For real. Bring your wieners. I have a wiener. Don't leave, at home. Don't leave your wieners <laughs> at home. Mm-hmm. I know. I can't I can't leave mine at home anyway. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, Ian. Anytime. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget a new episode drops every Friday on RadioInfluence.com or wherever else you like to download and listen to your favorite podcast. Cheers. And grab yourself a Mitra 9. What's your code? Dignitary, baby. Save 20%. Let's go. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs>